Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wake Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Don't forget, if you ever miss an episode, you can always visit KNSSradio.com. Is this this Chicago Day? Very nice. Very nice. Make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook and True Social. And follow me on Twitter, at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay informed on all the latest show updates. Well, in in a sadly predictable response to the recent terrible acts of gun violence, President Joe Biden has once again called for a ban on, quote-unquote, assault weapons, like he knows what an assault weapon is, Uh, or or even the I'm not even going to address that issue. However, some experts believe that he's merely using these tragic events as exploitation to move his gun control agenda forward. Joining us now to shed some light on Biden's continued calls for increased gun control is Lee Williams. He's known as the gun writer and has been writing about the Second Amendment, firearms and the firearms industry and the gun culture for more than 10 years Lee, thank you for joining us, my friend. It's nice to have you on the show. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. Appreciate the invite. So, you know, let me ask you this, Lee, and, and I know it's kind of an easy, this is a, this soft hand, this is an under, underhanded pitch here, but um, why do you think Joe Biden is so hell-bent on, on passing a, a ban on, on assault weapons? I mean, does he really think that a ban will be effective when it comes to people not getting their hands on these weapons, or is this just pandering to his base? I think he's actually doing a bit of both. He actually believed the Clinton gun ban of the 90s worked, even though even the FBI and the Department of Justice showed it didn't. Right. And he's definitely pandering to his base. All of this should be no surprise to anybody. If you go to Joe Biden's 2020 uh, campaign website, it's all there in black and white. He promised to have mandatory buybacks of uh, quote-unquote assault weapons, and those who didn't willingly give them up for confiscation – he would uh, have regulated by the National Firearms Act. It's crazy. Yeah, I remember. I mean, remember he, he was going to put Beto O'Rourke in charge, and Beto yeah. was going to go around the country man- mandatorily confiscating everybody's guns. And you know now they've got this bill that they're trying to ram through Congress. Um, and, and I just don't see this bill making any traction in 2023, especially with Republicans in control of the House. Do you think he's going to try and take advantage of – you know, maybe the, the the lame duck session or looking into into next year. Is he you think is we have another of these tragic incidents? Do you think he's going to I mean, you know, their mantra, the Democratic rule, which is never let a good crisis go to waste. I, I got to think that there's going to keep trying this every time one of these sad situations happen. 
Yeah, unfortunately, they're they're shouting and blood dancing before the bodies are even right. removed from these crime scenes. It's disgusting. There's no way he can get it through now or after the first of the year. I mean, you look at the Senate. Uh, you've got three de- Democrat senators there, Tester, Manchin, and Cinema. They couldn't go home if they supported assault weapon ban bill. I don't think, and they certainly don't have the 60 they would need to overcome a filibuster. It's just Joe being Joe. It's like the other day when he when he declared that, you know, he wants to, he hates all semi-automatic firearms. Well, as you well know, not all, you know, every AR is semi-automatic, but not all semi-automatics are ARs. We're talking hunting rifles, shotguns, and millions of pistols. If he just stuck to ARs, there's an estimated 24 million of them out there right now. But you add in pistols and semi-automatic shotguns and other semi-automatic rifles, it's just completely impossible. Yeah, you're right. We're uh, we're talking with Lee Williams, the gun writer. Um, Lee, you've been saying, I know, for the longest time that you know bills like this aren't the solution. Gun control, for that matter, isn't the solution. Constitutional carry, or for some people may know it as concealed carry, that's the proper solution for stopping active shooters. And we have seen this work in other incidents, even recent modern time, even recent news stories have shown that this works. Do you believe that's still the case? I do, and I would take it a step farther. I just wrote a story for my website, thegunwriter.substack.com. It's very simple. It's how to stop school shootings, and you need an armed teacher and, and armed teachers and staff of the schools, and then you need accountability. We have to hold parents accountable. You know, God forbid they let uh, they give unauthorized access to their firearms. We have to hold law enforcement accountable. I mean, how many of these murderers have been known to the FBI or local law enforcement yeah. and who did nothing? Most of them. We have to hold law enforcement accountable if they don't go in during one of these mass shootings. And we have to hold the legacy media accountable. I mean, think about Columbine. If, if they hadn't told us, you know, what these guys' names were and how they dressed and what they wrote in their journals and what music they even listened to when they were plotting their murderous assault, they never could have inspired other troubled teens out there to commit similar barbaric acts. And then, for, quite frankly, we need to arm teachers and school administrators and any other school employee who voluntarily wants to help defend their school. And are properly trained. I think that's the other element here is we make sure that the folks who are going to have this are are adequately, properly trained. And like you said, volunteer that are willing to to do this at that. But they love to demonize that whole concept. And and I think, Lee, it also doesn't help that we have a president that constantly lies about guns and and. You know, does that doesn't help? It further divides our country and doesn't do anything to solve the problem of violent crime. For him to be yeah. going, I mean, I recently saw even the Washington Post has called Biden out for lying about guns. They've given him multiple Pinocchio awards for lying about guns, and yet he continues to do it. He doesn't. I mean, the, the guy couldn't tell you what an AR-15, 17, 19, 32 hut is. I mean, he, he's like Peyton Manning in the Omaha. I mean, Joe Biden doesn't know what a gun is, and yet he goes yeah. around lying about it, and the media lets him get away with it. My favorite one is that the AR-15, the, the round travels three times faster yeah. than yeah. any other bullet out there. <laughs> I mean, it's an intermediate cartridge, you know. It's, it's five, five, six millimeters, not that big a deal. Um, but, but what he's trying to do, and, I, and you, you see the fallacy of it, how is regulating the contents of my gun safe here in my home, thousands of miles away from these horrible shootings, going to impact additional shootings? They're not. But, you know, that's one thing that I, I, I always waited for. They're only all these laws are only designed to disarm the law abiding. Thank you. They have no effect whatsoever on the criminal element out there because the criminals don't follow the law. That's why they're called criminals. Yes. Thank you. How many criminals are going to say, oh, boy, you're right. Congress just passed a law. So I better turn in my Uzi. I mean, <laughs> you know, dag yeah. it. We yo fellow Crips, we better go turn in our guns. I mean, you know, come and on. Their weapons the old fashioned way. They steal them. Thank you. They buy them on the street. Yeah. They bring them across the Mexican border. I mean, this is it's so stupid to think that they're going to fix this problem by legislating lawful gun owners. And yet that's their, right. that's their solution to it is punish the legal gun owner. I, I just, well, it, it's so counterintuitive. I think Joe 
you know, said the quiet part out loud the other day when he's talking about banning semi-autos. He said this before. He's talking about banning nine millimeter semi-automatic pistols uh, a year ago. I, I think, you know, yeah, he does have a hell of a lot more senior moments than he did before. But, you know, he's talking about banning all semi-autos. I think that is their true intent. Remember, yep. Tactical Joe says all you need is a double-barrel shotgun. You hang it out the door and fire a couple rounds up in the air, and that will solve all your tactical needs. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Let's not talk about the legal implications of that. If yeah. uh, if people are interested, Lee, they can find you on Twitter at ht underscore gunwriter. And I know you guys, you're affiliated. You work a lot with the Second Amendment Foundation, and they're at saf dot org. Correct. Correct. I, I am their uh, editor of their. Uh, journalism project i thought so i appreciate you lee carry on the fight brother we need people like you uh, uh you know fighting the good fight for us carry on the fight brother thanks john appreciate it we'll take a quick break and then carson steelman from heritage action will try and explain why the biden administration continues to turn a blind eye to the border crisis despite all the new reports showing record immigrant encounters at the southern border And, of course, we'll be taking your calls. That's all coming up. So stick around. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. I'm an orthopedic surgeon, board certified. Meet Dr. John Herzog, who's certainly done his share of knee and hip replacements. But these days, he's encouraging his patients to look at regenerative medicine options, now available at QC Kinetics. I'm kind of the anti-surgeon right now, and a lot of my buddies, if they hear me talking, they're going to give me a call. (laughs) Dr. Herzog says advances in regenerative medicine can give your achy joints lasting relief, using highly concentrated healing agents from your own body to repair and restore damaged tissue. We take the fluid out of you, we concentrate it, and put it in an area where they couldn't normally get to and facilitate healing. Are you suffering from constant pain due to arthritis or injury? Maybe it's time to look at alternatives to drugs and surgery at QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in these exciting treatments. What could be more natural than using your own body to heal yourself? Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 316-285-9975. That's 316-285-9975. 316-285-9975. Profit. Football. Next game for the Kansas City Chiefs heading out to Denver to face their division rival, the Chiefs and the Broncos. Listen live on Sunday, December 11th at 2 o'clock. And that's on your Wichita radio home of the Chiefs, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Chiefs football on KNSS radio, brought to you in part by Taco Bell. Drive now. Chicken and Pickle. Baxter and Associates, Inc. And Twin Peaks. Dear Santa, all I want for Christmas is a new Kia from Midwest Kia for my mom. She has been very good this year and deserves this more than anything. Merry Christmas, Peyton. P.S. I have been very good as well. This Christmas, treat the ones you love most with a brand new Kia from Midwest Kia. And we'll treat you to our simple, transparent, and fast, better way to buy experience. If a new Kia is on your Christmas list, Midwest Kia has an honest and fair car buying process and available inventory on the lot today. All new Kias come with the industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain warranty. Visit us at Midwest Kia at Kellogg and Tyler or MidwestKia.com. And remember, we want to see you in a Midwest Kia. Kia, season of giving back, now through December 31st, 2022. See dealer for details. Getting to know Sean Hannity. I thought I had it bad growing up with three older sisters in one bathroom. It was awful. It was horrible, as a matter of fact. Untenable. They were pretty downright abusive. I'm like... Can I get in there? Oh. Leave me alone. Please. I'm trying to do my makeup. I don't care. I'm, I'm blow drying my hair. Come back later. That's what I grew up with. Run out to the backyard behind the garage. Ah, relief. Well, I know that's too much information, but I'm just being honest. Sean Hannity, KNSS. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. 
are as cuddly as a cactus and as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a greasy black pea. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. You gotta love the Grinch. I tell you, gotta love it. You can also listen to us by downloading your Odyssey app or by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook and True Social. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay informed on all the latest show updates. The Biden administration continues to turn a blind eye to the current border crisis, despite recent reports from the U.S. Customs and Border Protection showing an all-time record 230,000 migrant encounters just this October alone. Joining us now to discuss the ongoing crisis at the border is Heritage Action Press Secretary Carson Steelman, Carson, thank you for joining us. Nice to have you on the show. Thanks for having me. So, uh, Carson, you know, I was looking at some of these numbers. That they're pretty outrageous. According to Customs and Border Protection, in 2020, there were 458,000 encounters at the southern border. That number rose to 1.73 million in 2021 and currently stands at 2,379,000 so far in 2022. Yet Secretary of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas continues to maintain the border is secure. Uh, That begs the question, is he delusional or does he think the American people are just complete morons? I mean, it just I don't get this. Yeah, I mean, it's completely ridiculous. And the media, the mainstream media uh, like MSNBC, they're trying to deny that there's a crisis at the southern border. But uh, Fox actually reported this week that they confirmed with multiple CBP sources uh, who said that there were at least uh, 73,000 known gotaways at the border Ugh. in the month of November. So that's not even just encounters. That's that's the ones that we know about who escaped law enforcement and are now just somewhere in the United States. Um, so that is a daily average of about 2,400 illegal migrants slipping past Border Patrol. Uh, So there's absolutely no denying that there is a crisis along the southern border. And I hope that with the House Republicans now regaining the majority, they're going to be able to do some investigating to see exactly what's been happening in the Biden administration. And they're going to try and see if they can get enough evidence, which I believe they will probably find enough, uh, to start impeachment proceedings for Secretary Mayorkas. Well, I hope so. I mean, because Mayorkas claims the border is secure. 2.4 million illegal encounters. Like you said, that doesn't factor in the getaways. That's so far this year. Last year was one point, basically 1.74. I mean, it seems about as secure as they want it to me. But basically, it's open. It's wide open. And I just... Ah, it, it's unfathomable that they could say it's secure with a straight face. I know. It's like they think the American people are stupid, but yeah. we're not. And we're we're following along. We know exactly what's going on at the border. Um, just every other day, it feels like you're seeing uh, new pictures and, and videos of migrant caravans. Uh, you're seeing a lot of migrants dying along the way, too. So it's a humanitarian crisis as well that they're just completely ignoring. Uh, and, and a lot of these folks are trying to cross the border multiple times. So nearly 20 percent of the ones who were apprehended in the month of October uh, had actually tried to cross the border at least once before in the past year. So this is something that's been going on for a while. And now they're trying to wind down Title 42 and they're trying to actually make it easier for migrants to come across the border. If it wasn't so serious and so awful, it would almost be funny. Uh, But unfortunately, you just have an administration who is so unwilling um, so unwilling to do what it takes to secure the border that you're going to have to have the House Republicans come in and expose them uh, for the incompetent or, you know, perhaps, you know, it's, it's more insidious. But uh, they're going to have to come in and shed light on what's really going on, the details of it beyond just the statistics of what we're seeing at the border. But they're going to have to really fight for 
uh, a lot of the solutions that can help secure the border. So they're going to have to uh, end catch and release. They're going to have to re-implement Remain in Mexico and do a lot of these things that the Trump administration did that actually helped secure our border. Yeah, I mean, it's gotten so bad. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has actually invoked the invasion clause in the U.S. and Texas constitutions, correct? I mean, it, that's how bad it's gotten. Yeah, and that's not even to mention the the cartel activity and the fentanyl uh, that's coming across the southern border. I mean, fentanyl overdoses are now the leading cause of death, and I think it's 18 to, to 35-year-olds or, or something, you know, young people. Uh, it's now the leading cause of death. And they're doing absolutely nothing. They're they're saying that it's not even an issue. But everybody knows somebody, you know, who who's right. had an experience with this. Even if you just read about it online, this is something that's touching a generation of young people, and it's it's absolutely a crisis. Uh, and and they're saying that's not a problem. They're saying the violent cartel activity uh, that's assaulting people, um, that's you know making it making their way into our communities, that's human trafficking folks. They're saying that that's all not a problem. Uh, it's completely ridiculous. We're talking with Heritage Action Press Secretary Carson Steelman. Um, Carson, you mentioned it earlier. Now the Republicans have taken control uh, of the U.S. House. Uh, do you think we're finally going to get somebody to hold the Biden administration accountable for this? Uh, I know they've talked about impeaching Secretary Mayorkas. Do you think, I mean, we're finally going to get that kind of action as well? Is that possible now? You know, it's going to be an uphill battle, especially to impeach Mayorkas, just because of the slim majority that Republicans have. Um, but it, it's still possible, and, and we need to put pressure on our elected officials, Republican or Democrat, uh, all of our elected officials to stand up and ask for answers. We even saw, especially in the Senate, we saw some Democrats even starting to kind of, you know, a- ask questions about what the Biden administration is doing. We need more of that. We need Republicans. We need Democrats. Um, and, you know, we can't count on Democrats, but we need to push everybody to start asking you know, for answers on this stuff. Uh, we need to put pressure on them to acknowledge the fact that there's a crisis at the southern border, but also to take action to close the border off to the criminals, cartels, and drugs. Well, and part of the problem has been some of these common sense procedures and, and policies that the Trump administration has put in place that the Biden administration has reversed. And I think you're right. We are finally seeing even Democrats starting to question, starting to call my orcas to uh, excuse me, Mayorkas, uh, call him to to answer for some of this stuff because it's so blatant. It's just hard for even the left to, other than the wackadoodles like AOC, it's getting hard for even their supporters to deny this glaring problem that we have at the southern border. Yeah, and I I loved what uh, Governor Abbott did and Governor DeSantis with busing the migrants to a lot of these liberal cities and towns. Uh, to really show that this is a problem at the southern border and uh, every single border is a border state. And, and it was pretty hysterical to watch the, the liberals and, and a lot of these cities completely freak out and say that um, th- they were overwhelmed and that they didn't have enough resources. Yeah. And it's like, well, what do you think the southern border is dealing with? What do you what do you think that the border towns uh, are, are doing differently? I mean, it's it's the same problem. They just, if they don't see it, they refuse to acknowledge it. Yeah. So I thought that was actually a really good play um, by the governors in Florida and Texas to to show people and to show out, show the hypocrisy of the entire thing uh, and really drive home how important it is that this is the first priority for Congress to address in the new year. You're absolutely right. It was funny to watch them get triggered the way they were. If folks want to stay in touch, get in touch with you, you're on Twitter at Carson underscore Steelman. Heritage Action is at Heritage underscore Action. And of course, they can find you guys on the web at HeritageAction.com, correct? Yes. And we have a ton of resources. We actually have a whole list there's like 20 lists. I won't even go through all of them right now, but a whole list of what states can do to combat illegal immigration. Uh, we have research papers on heritage.org, which is the Heritage Foundation at 501c3 side. Uh, they have a ton of information on, you know, deep dives into uh, immigration reforms and that kind of thing. So whatever information you're looking for, resources, we certainly have it. Uh, and, and please feel free to reach out to Heritage Action if there's uh, anything you want to do to get involved. We have a, a robust grassroots uh, program. We call them Sentinels. We have about 2 million of them across the country. Uh, and if you want to join Sentinel and get involved at the local, the state, and the federal level, you can text 51776 uh, and you text JOIN to 51776. 51776. 
Carson, I appreciate you. Have a, uh, a happy new year. Thank you again for, for joining us. Uh, carry on the fight, my friend. Thanks for having me. We'll take a quick break, and then I want to hear from you. Dave and I are going to share some news and commentary. We'll take your calls. That's all coming up after the bottom of the hour break here at 316-869-1330. Give us a call. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. I'm attorney Tyler Patterson. A car wreck never happens at a convenient time. If you're hurt in a wreck over the weekend, don't wait for Monday to get the help you need now. Seek medical help right away and then call us. I'm attorney Gary Patterson. At Patterson Legal Group, we're your 24-7 injury attorneys. We are available anytime to get you the help you need, so don't wait for Monday. Call Patterson Legal Group right away, and we'll get working on your case immediately. Patterson Legal is the way to go. Call 5 Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. A rather challenging night to look at the stars thanks to the cloud cover. Mostly cloudy, 38 in the overnight. A south winds of 5 to 10. On Monday, partly sunny skies. A great way to start the work week. 56 degrees. Light north winds developing in the afternoon as a cold front moves through. It'll be cooler Tuesday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Rodney Price. Fox News, I'm Laura Cantor. Some lawmakers calling for a ban on TikTok following FBI warnings regarding security issues involving China. I think we definitely should consider it. The problem is with China, there's no distinction between the government and the private sector. Everybody works for the government one way or another. So TikTok can say, well, we're an independent country. Nonsense. And the second piece is that the Chinese are really into stealing data and collecting data. Maine Independent Senator Ingus King on Fox News Sunday. Vaccine mandates for the military could soon be lifted. A number of senators and I you know, called on uh, our leadership to, to block closer on the National Defense Authorization Act until they, they do lift the mandates. Uh, this would be good news if, if that's going to happen. Wisconsin Republican Senator Ron Johnson on Fox's Sunday Morning Futures. America's listening to Fox News. They're on-off relationships, bust-ups. They're the stuff of rock and roll legends. But it was the music which made Fleetwood Mac one of the most successful bands of all time. Christine McVie was with the group for three decades but stepped out of the limelight for 16 years. Now she's back with bandmate Lindsay Buckingham and new music, of course. I left the band initially because I developed a fear of flying. There was a number of things. I was tired of living out of a suitcase. My dad got sick and I was living in America, so I thought, well, you know, it's time for me to move back to England. Um, and that's what I did. I, I bought a house in England and still carried on playing with Fleetwood Mac and said, this would be my last tour. Christine McPhee, she's a pianist and she wanted to be one of the boys. So she wanted to be over there on the side. She was not at all unhappy when Lindsay and I came into the group and came in as lead singer because she didn't want to be out there with a microphone. She didn't want to do that. She didn't want to dance, and she wanted to play, and she wanted to be one of the guys. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm welcome to the musical pioneer, Christine McVie. We remember Christine McVie. Oh, oh, oh. There it is. Chris.
Christmas is awesome. Stephen Ted mornings. Last night, my daughter and her family decorated their Christmas tree. Very nice. It's a big tradition. All four of the grandkids were there. And she doles out the story, like my daughter, with the story on each one. Everything they've got, there's a little story behind it. Oh, my. So it took a while. Fortunately, she had the Chiefs game up there, so I put around my eye. I could watch what the Chiefs was. Good. Look at you guys. Yeah. It's uh, a festive Sunday. A lot going on. Hey, buddy. Merry Christmas. Steve and Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Even at Christmas, we never stop. Take a look at what he's hit. Keeping up with the holiday season, one news ball, I mean snowball at a time. KNSS. Live Sunday nights, this is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I play for you, on my Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. A little the little drummer boy from Of King and Country. If you haven't heard of them, fantastic, phenomenal group. Highly recommend. They've got some great new Christmas album. Just had a concert up in Kansas City. If you haven't heard of them, fantastic. It's a great, great album. You should get it on iTunes or Apple Tunes. Uh, Really, really good music. You can always listen to us by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. If you ever miss an episode, just visit knssradio.com. You'll find links to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And, of course, make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook and True Social pages. And follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. Speaking of Twitter, Dave, I, I don't know. I, you know, I, I'm expecting my Twitter feed We'll we'll pick up a little bit. I I think I told you here what I'm doing coming up at the end of the month. Yeah. No. What are you doing? Uh, South Carolina. Oh, that's I, right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Yes. I, I I don't think the audience. Uh, I don't think we've shared this with the audience yet. Um, but I am. I don't have to travel. That's the nice thing. I will be uh, ensconced in a studio right next to us here, and uh, <laughs> it'll be early. But um, I will be substituting, a guest hosting, for a uh, another conservative talk show host. Um, her name is uh, is Tara. She hosts the Tara Show Monday through Fridays, six a.m. to ten a.m. on one hundred six three The Word in South Carolina. And uh, they reached out. They said, hey, you know, our guest, our, our host, Tara, is is heading on vac- Christmas vacation. So can you come in and host for her? So I'm going to substitute and host the Tara show for four hours a day. Wow. All week, the week between Christmas and New Year's. And I'll be broadcasting live from the studio next door so I can, like, shoot spit wads at Steve and Ted. <laughs> I'm sure they'll appreciate uh, that. I'm sure they will. But this is the... Uh, Num- the let's see best news talk show and best overall personality uh, by the South Carolina Broadcasters Association. Um, she won the Personality of the Year. It's a major station huh. out in South Carolina. Nice. Uh, Lindsey Graham is their senator. Yep. So yeah, uh, yeah, Lindsey Graham. Woohoo! Yeah, whoopie doo. Um, so <laughs> I'll be uh, I'll be broadcasting and still doing our show. So it's gonna be fun. Yeah, you're gonna be busy. Uh, I'm gonna be busy. I'm. And and I actually uh, let the audience know that uh, the uh, there's a station down in Dallas that has actually reached out as well. Nice. So uh, after the first year, I may be subbing down there too. So John Whitmer nationwide. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But at least we're doing at least we're doing South Carolina. Yeah. So do you, so, do they ask for you to uh, develop some sort of accent um, to yeah, sound like uh, you're from the South? I don't know what's a South Carolina accent. I don't know. It's I don't got know. a little bit of a draw, then. A little y'all, something like that. I yeah. don't know y'all. I, I I can't do I I can do a Scottish accent I can do I don't know. think that's appropriate no. oh that's great yeah I mean, it's not Scottish it's you know it's not good <laughs> yeah I don't think that'll work too. no I don't think that would work either <laughs> but no I mean I think it'll be fun and so I've been listening to her show and kind of getting her feel she's a very different format than I do you know we really? we we have guests here yeah. 
And I kind of like the guest format. She's basically all talk. It's all her. It's all huh. like Rush. Okay. And so I'm going to do my show. I mean, I'm I'll, obviously I'll, I'll do some a little more content mm-hmm. uh, myself, but I'm also going to do interviews. I've already reached out and um, tried to book a couple of interviews, book a couple of guests ahead of time so we can you know kind of do a combination. I'll let their audience see what it's like to, uh, to have the John Whitmer show. And they'll, maybe they'll never have me back. Who knows? <laughs> I'm sure they will. Congratulations. That's awesome. It'll be kind of fun. Yeah, be kind a of lot fun. of fun. And you're going to get up at 4.30 in the morning and come join me, right? Yeah, as far as you know. <laughs> as that far sounds, as you know, John. Yeah, that, why do I think that the only accurate part of that statement is no? <laughs> I'll be with you in spirit. How's that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So will my wife when I, when I leave at 4 in the morning. I bet. She'll be with me in spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up and get out. That's 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 the Christmas spirit, all right. right. Yeah, Christmas past. <laughs> Maybe your next stop will be a uh, filling in in California and doing a show. Oh yeah, yeah. I you saw, think yeah. Didn't Gavin hasn't he got some plan out there? He has. Uh, he's uh, he's pushing for a uh, reparations program, John. Oh, that yeah. uh, uh, it seeks to correct what the California government calls quote the house wealth gap. Uh, the California Reparations Task Force. They have a five-member task force. Mm. And uh, they've reported that under the initiative, qualifying black residents in the state could qualify for approximately $223 per person. Uh, their consultant, the task force consultant team, drew up its ballpark number, they say, by examining gaps in housing and speculating that the approximate amount of wealth lost uh, between 1933 and 1977, about $223,000 per person. Yeah, $223,000 per person. I remember the number was something like $550, $560 yep. billion. Dollars right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the total price tag on this. Is what they're looking it's, at it's for reparations. Total. Yes. So you're literally asking people who've never owned slaves mm-hmm. to pay people who've never been slaves Two hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. That's what it seems like out of taxpayer dollars. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, this is a terrible blemish on our nation's history, right? Yeah, and and we need to learn from it, and we need to recognize it, and we need to, God forsake, never for never repeat it. Obviously, yeah. But at the same time, this California can afford you know five hundred and sixty billion dollars to pay people. I mean, $200,000 per... And how do you qualify? What do you have to do to qualify for this? I mean, that's a good question. I think you have to be a descendant. They have to, maybe you have to prove it that you're a descendant I, I of slaves? How do you prove that? I, I don't mean, know. The, back then, the, the, the record-keeping was so bad. Right. How do you prove that? And, and if it's anything like COVID and the COVID money that was given out, I mean, they've, they just... I saw a report recently. It was like $2 trillion in fraudulent... COVID PPP money and all that, $2 trillion. Now, this is going to be the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You're going to have I – mean, it's going to be ripe with fraud. Right. And, and again, California taxpayers are paying this to, what, get Gavin Newsom reelected, I, apparently. I, I don't know, but they're already paying a lot I just, in, other, in other taxes. Yeah. I, I, I'm don't, and, again, I, it's a tragedy. It's, it's something that is a blemish on our nation's history, yeah. to be certain. Without question. But is this the way you or do you educate people on how to avoid that and how to learn from it and how not to repeat those errors? Yeah. And how not to, you know, how to how to stigmatize people and how to get take, you know, empower children mm-hmm. of today so that they can be stronger and pull themselves up by the bootstraps and, and help them. I mean, put that money into your school system. California's right. got one of the worst school systems in the country. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine what $559 billion would do for their school system? It'd be unbelievable. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, this is, but that would help every kid. True. And that's not what he wants to do. He's yeah. wanting to pander to a particular demographic. Yep. I, I we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know if it's a done deal, but yeah, we'll see. What well, and that's, that's similar. I mean, Laura Kelly's doing the same thing here. She's already pushing Medicaid expansion again, which again is just pandering to a certain voter block that she is trying to make sure will come out and support her and the rest of the Democrats in two years. Yeah. And that's, I mean, she knows it'll never pass. She knows it could never get through the house and the Senate, but she's pushing it again because that's a big talking point for her base. And so she wants that out there. Yeah. And it's the same thing that he's doing here. I think with this, right. But you know, eh, what do I know? We'll see what happens. I'm not a Californian.
<laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah, there is well, something to be grateful for. Is, I guess right now to be grateful for. <laughs> there is something to be grateful for that we're not Californians. Uh, I also saw this. Um, people are asked when they think the holidays officially start. John, well, how would you answer that question? Uh, well, I'm 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 an odd one because okay. I mean I started I tuned into uh, Pandora's um, you know holiday music in October. So <laughs> wow, uh, yeah, I'm crazy. I, well, you know, we've been playing Christmas music <laughs> in the intros. We have. I, technically, I guess you could say. Like, like I, I know the other station that, well, I guess it's not, well, I'm probably getting in trouble for saying it. B98, you know, they do their. Never heard of that station, they, John. They, they do their Christmas thing, and they started on Thanksgiving. So I guess technically you could say Thanksgiving's when you start the official Christmas. Are you talking when Christmas season is? or Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Christmas holiday the Christmas season. Christmas holiday season. Because right. there's also the universal rule. And that is when Hans Gruber falls from the Nakatomi Plaza. Yes. That's when Christmas begins. Thank you, John. Is when Hans Gruber falls from the Nakatomi Plaza. Yes, that deserves some applause. <laughs> Thank you. There Thank we you. go. But no, I, I think it's, it's Thanksgiving. A lot of people said it's, uh, well, the top answer is a tie in this survey. People said it's uh, when you put up your tree and what you just said when people hear Christmas music on the radio for the first time. Okay. When okay. the official holiday season begins. What are the top songs that make us feel like the holidays have arrived? Let me ask you that. Uh, Do you have one that does it for you? Um, I'll Be Home for Christmas by Frank Sinatra. It has to be the Sinatra version. Chairman of the board. The chairman of the board singing I'll Be Home for Christmas. That was one of my mother's favorites. Nice. Every time I hear it. It always echoes straight to the heart. Always, you know, that's or Bing Crosby, White Christmas. There you go. That made the list. Jingle Bells, number one, White Christmas, number two, and We Wish You a Merry Christmas, number three. The songs that make people feel like the holidays have begun. Now, I can see it. Jingle Bells. I don't know. Jingle Bells is kind of simple, but I get the Bing Crosby, White yeah. Christmas. For me, it's always Sinatra, you know, I'll be home for Christmas. That's nice. Great choice. Top song. Top. Well, and, and we I guarantee you, my listeners will hear that song. More than once? Before <laughs> we before we sign off uh, at the end of the year. Speaking of which, a uh, little, little a note for listeners for upcoming shows. We will be with you next week again. We have a short show, uh, the Chiefs game again after the Chiefs, no doubt, beat the Broncos. And then we'll have a full show. This show actually will be on the air on Christmas and on New Year's, we're going to play some best of moments. Yep. So we'll play uh, the highlights from my interview with Ben Shapiro and maybe the interview with, I haven't decided yet, maybe Mike Pence, if you didn't catch that, or the interviews back in the day when we interviewed Newt Gingrich or uh, Steve Forbes, some of those interviews. We'll play some of my favorite interviews from these last, because we're now going on five years Crazy on this show. And uh, we'll wow. play some of our famous interviews from the last five years, and we'll do that on the on Christmas and on New Year's. Okay. Uh, since obviously, I would rather be no offense, folks, but I would rather be with my family, uh, with my wife, than uh, than here with Dave. No, no offense to Dave. That's the right answer, John. That is the right answer. I mean, well, uh, no. yeah, because if I, again, thank know. you. Yes, yeah. If I had said anything else, um, I'd be sleeping in the dog uh, in the dog pen tonight. We'll take a quick break when we get back. Wanna, oh, see, look at what you're doing to me. There we go. Look at what you're doing to me. Our phone lines are open, 316-869-1330. Oh. Bing. Got to be Bing. You're listening to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. We'll be back right after this. You know. Where the treetops glisten And children listen To hear bells in the snow Odyssey is looking for an experienced digital and radio account executive to join our team. Odyssey seeks an experienced, self-motivated sales professional to develop and sell advertising and marketing campaigns to new and existing clients with an emphasis on new business development and digital sales. The account executive will use a wide variety of Odyssey's products in their portfolio to solicit businesses for advertising in their on-air, non-traditional, and digital platforms. If you are interested in a career in radio, submit your resume to odysseyinc.com slash careers. We are an equal opportunity and affirmative action employer. Ah, the sweet sound of a quiet garage door. Never heard it? 
Schedule your garage door tune-up with Overhead Door Company of Wichita. It's only $89.95 for the 26-point safety inspection and tune-up. That's one price for up to three garage doors and openers. Add nylon rollers for a smooth, more quiet operation. The Overhead Door brand is trusted in Wichita since 1973. Schedule your garage door tune-up online at ohdwichita.com or call 316-944-DOOR. Dear Santa, all I want for Christmas is a new Kia from Midwest Kia for my mom. She has been very good this year and deserves this more than anything. Merry Christmas, Peyton. P.S. I have been very good as well. This Christmas, treat the ones you love most with a brand new Kia from Midwest Kia. And we'll treat you to our simple, transparent, and fast, better way to buy experience. If a new Kia is on your Christmas list, Midwest Kia has an honest and fair car buying process and available inventory on the lot today. All new Kias come with the industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain warranty. Visit us at Midwest Kia at Kellogg and Tyler or MidwestKia.com. And remember, we want to see you in a Midwest Kia. Kia, season of giving back now through December 31st, 2022. See dealer for details. At Hutton, we don't just design, build, and provide facility services for commercial and industrial construction projects. We build life into our team members' dreams our clients' visions, and your community's future. Together, we innovate to overcome the challenges of the day. Together, we build a brighter future than the past we left behind. Together, we build. Find out more about our commitment to clients and communities at togetherwebuild.com. Even Scrooges need the news. Ah, humbug. So we're the ghost of Christmas present. Soon to be Speaker McCarthy. Washington now has a check and balance. The largest surge on the southwest border that we've ever seen. With present stories. There is a stalker theory going around in this case in Idaho. President Biden is a national security risk. That matter. The bipartisan effort to stop Iran from building nuclear weapons may may have failed. Americans are grappling with an inflation rate of a near 40-year high. 98.7 and 1330. KNSS. Steve and Ted Mornings. Today is National French Toast Day. Okay. Are you a big fan? I, I, I always feel like it's a, it's overrated. But it is. It's uh, okay. Eggy bread or omelet bread, yeah. some people call it. French Toast Day. Once again, I'd rather have the two things separated. I'd rather have some sort of omelet with some toast on the side. I don't want to combine the two. <laughs> you're, you're a breakfast purist. Steve and Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring, ding, dingling, too. Come on, it's lovely weather for us. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Want to remind you to stay informed with up-to-the-minute news by downloading the Odyssey app or telling Alexa or Google Home to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. Dave, I don't know, did you hear that little uh, blurb there? Uh, Kind of promoting Stephen Ted, they're talking about uh, French toast. Yes. Okay. So that made me that that prompted me to uh, think of my wife and I were having this this debate. Okay. Uh, it was because she's planning out what she could do for day, for Christmas. You know, were we going to do another turkey? Because she did the whole spread. I don't know if you saw. I posted yes on Facebook the picture. I do that every year. I take a picture yeah. of of her bird. Looked really good. Oh, a great was, looking oh, bird. Oh. The she, stuffing inside. I mean, oh, it looks great. Oh, she got, yeah, she's, I'm I'm blessed. Trust yeah. me. So this year, she's like, okay, what are we going to do? And I, I was thinking, well, maybe instead of doing a bird, let's do, she does this salt uh, encased roast. Okay. Oh, it's so good. You crack it open and yeah. it's, it's, it's just this, I mean, it's prime rib roast. It's just oh, phenomenal. Wow. And I was thinking, let's do that. But it prompted me when they were talking about, uh, French toast. French toast. Yeah. So there's a classic debate in our house on cranberries. Okay. Because she loves cranberries. All right. Loves the cranberries. 
I can't stand them. <laughs> you I don't like them? It's cranberries a dessert. Okay, I don't want. I don't want to. I don't like sweet potato. Don't get me wrong. Sweet potatoes are fine. Yeah. With you know, with the marshmallows and stuff. Yeah. Afterwards, okay. Okay. But I want my turkey with my gravy and the gizzards and the hearts and the you know the, the brown gravy and I want potatoes and peas and stuffing and then you got this sweet crap that's in there right there ruining everything. So you don't like the cranberries on your plate while no. you're having the turkey and the potatoes. Neither the twain shall meet. Okay. Because it, I think it uh, it sours the whole dish to have the savory ruined by the sweet. Some people like the savory. Some people like Democrats. Some people <laughs> like Brandon Whipple. I can't explain the lunacy of people who like this. So right. that's my question because she does. That's my question for you. Do you yes. like? Do you? Are you? <laughs> A a a a crayon trans person who likes to you know put their crayon with their are you are you turkey crayon fluid? Let's see. I like the way you put that, John. Thank you. So my mom always made a dish with cranberries and marshmallows and Cool Whip. Oh, sounds good. It's delicious as a dessert. But I never had it with the meal. There you go. I got up Thanksgiving morning, got a dish out, had some then. I could see that. Had it later on the evening after the dinner. I could see that, too. But I'm never one that would have cranberries on the plates with the main course, with the stuffing and the ham and okay. the turkey. So you're like me. You're I'm binary. Like you. I'm not non-binary. I will <laughs> say this. Yes. I have had on the same plate yes. the sweet potatoes with the uh, marshmallows and the uh, and like the maple syrup, the caramel oh, stuff. It's too sweet. I've had that on there and been fine with it. See, I don't but like. I can't do there. the cranberries. I don't like. I don't like the sweet potato on there because it's really? too sweet. I want to eat the because if it all meshes together and you get a little bit of the turkey and the gravy and the potatoes <laughs> yeah. and the, and the stuffing and your peas in one bite, yeah. that's like manna from heaven. And then you get this bit of sweet gunk in there. <laughs> it doesn't mesh. I can see, I can see that. Okay, but so, for some reason the sweet potatoes don't bother me. I just don't get I it. I can't do the cranberries. I guess they're too sour. Well, that's true. That ruins sour. up the whole ruins your whole palate. It does. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I'm see? a palate purist. You, well, I knew that. I'm I'm binary. I'm not non-binary. <laughs> <laughs> what a wasted discussion this was. <laughs> what an argument. Uh, that's something yes. to really yes. you know. To discuss at home. This is this, and you know what? You can have this kind of debate at a Thanksgiving table, and nobody's going to get offended. True. <laughs> That's the sad part of, of <laughs> America today is you got to be so concerned about what kind of things you can discuss and debate without offending anybody. Right. So have this debate. There you go, folks. Yep. If you're worried about what to debate at your Christmas or Thanksgiving table, I just gave you something that you could debate and not be afraid of offending anybody. Theoretically. Theoretically. We'll be back next Sunday, immediately following the Chiefs postgame show. We want you to come join us. In the meantime, carry on, fellow deplorables. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 